my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Today on Independence Day, July 4th, I want to uh, ponder the question with you all. Um, is it appropriate for Christians to be patriotic? Um, I want to answer in the affirmative, but with some caveats. The love of one's country is a wholesome thing, and it's perfectly natural, even pious. Um, the philosopher Jeffrey Stout says that piety is a virtue associated with gratitude toward the sources of one's existence. Now, while our nation is far from perfect, to the extent that we in the United States enjoy freedom, liberty, security, prosperity, we should give thanks to Almighty God for those benefits and assure that they are enjoyed by all. Our country is founded on high ideals, not least of these being the conviction that all people were created equal and endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights. This is a principle consistent with the Christian belief that all people were created in the image and likeness of God and therefore with intrinsic dignity. In fact, I would say that our national ideal in some sense rests upon this biblical truth. American Christians can be patriotic out of gratitude that the United States is a nation that, at least in principle, acknowledges this dignity and has given us the freedom to practice our faith in peace and even to flourish. Although, because our loyalty belongs to the Lordship of Christ above all else, a Christian patriotism can never be blind or uncritical. Throughout our nation's history, there has sometimes been a dangerous blurring of the lines between Christian identity and national identity. I say this is dangerous not because I'm concerned about our national ideals being influenced by the gospel, but because I'm concerned about the gospel being subsumed under our politics. Faith can become so fused with loyalty to a certain political agenda that it loses its ability to challenge or to rebuke. And Christianity has often found itself in this position over the centuries, and it's done serious damage to the witness of the gospel. It must be said that although patriotism is a wholesome thing, it's far from wholesome when it becomes an idol. Because of this, the concept of patriotism for some people has taken on more negative connotations. 
Um, it can be synonymous with jingoism, chauvinism, nativism, or xenophobia, all these negative things. Um, in other words, with a narrow interest in one's own tribe to the exclusion of others. Um, but Jesus directly challenges uh, a jingoistic nationalism. Um, he said, you have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, so that you may be sons of your Father who is in heaven. For he makes the sun rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the just and the unjust. At the same time, uh, Jesus had a deep love and affection for his own people. He was Jewish through and through, uh, deeply immersed in the life of his people and his nation. Uh, because he loved his people, he pushed them to fulfill their divine vocation as a light to the nations. Uh, he believed and taught that God had a special love for Israel, but that God's love was larger and bigger than his people alone, encompassing all nations. Love begins at home, right? But it expands our sympathies ever outward. Um, for instance, because we love ourselves, we can learn to have real empathy for others. Uh, the first step towards such empathy usually comes from loving our family, those closest to us, those of our own household. And because we love our family, we can also learn to love our extended family, our community, our country, and the world. Uh, because how can I? at last love my own country without coming to realize that other people for very similar reasons also love their own. Um, the love of my country is a good and wholesome thing and the love of their country and their people is a good and wholesome thing. Christians of all people have loyalties and commitments that transcend national boundaries. The church consists of people of every tribe and nation. No matter what people or nation a Christian belongs to, we have a dual loyalty, and one loyalty will always outweigh the other. Um, any, country that can, uh, any country can be our homeland, but for Christians, our homeland, wherever it may be, is also a foreign country, and we are like resident aliens in that country. As American Christians, we are citizens of the kingdom of God first, and citizens of the United States second. Our reading from Hebrews tells us that we are to live as pilgrims and strangers on this earth, seeking a city with foundations, whose builder and maker is God. The words of the hymn, 
I Vow to Thee My Country, uh, which our music director, Dr. Taylor, chose today, expresses this truth beautifully and poetically. Its final stanza directs our hearts and our loyalty to the kingdom of God. It says, And there's another country I've heard of long ago, most dear to them that love her, most great to them that know. We may not count her armies, we may not see her king. Her fortress is a faithful heart, her pride is suffering. And soul by soul, and silently, her shining bounds increase. And her ways are ways of gentleness, and all her paths are peace. And yet, as citizens of that heavenly country, we are also, also called to be salt and light to the places that we inhabit. We're called to seek the good of our nation and to be a blessing. When the people of Israel were in exile in Babylon, the word of the Lord came to the prophet Jeremiah and declared, Build houses and live in them. Plant gardens and eat what they produce. Take wives and have sons and daughters. Take wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage that they may bear sons and daughters. Multiply there and do not decrease, but seek the welfare of the city where I have sent you into exile and pray to the Lord on its behalf. For in its welfare you will find your welfare. The Lord wants us too to seek the welfare of this nation, the United States, in which we have been placed by his providence. We should put down roots here and contribute to its culture and to its government. We should have a wholesome pride in our country, celebrating and affirming everything that is good, but raising our voice in dissent when necessary. The words of the American statesman Carl Schurz are often used as an expression of extreme jingoism, but mark the lesser known second part. My country right or wrong, if right to be kept right, and if wrong to be set right. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen.